0: Welcome. What's up? Thanks for joining us again. It's another edition of the You Like That Feels Great Baby podcast. Uh, We're going to recap the conference championship matchups that just went down. Uh, The Bengals-Chiefs game just ended about a half an hour ago. An epic one. A lot to get into in that one. I felt like that game had so many layers, so many different things you can talk about from, you know, some injuries, some questionable calls, some Zach Taylor blowing a gasket at some really uh you know possible infractions by the officials there. A lot of stuff to get to in that one. But we have to start with the sad news. This podcast no longer has any teams left playing this season. The Niners were eliminated in a uh thirty-one seven loss to the Eagles. Tough one today for you, Joey. Tough one for Niner Fan Nation. Um really unraveled from the get-go. Let's get started. Let's let's just break it down. It did not feel great, baby. Uh how are you feeling? This is the worst day of the year for a sports fan when your team gets knocked off. Uh, so I'll have a moment of silence
1: for the 2022 San Francisco 49ers and all of their quarterbacks.
0: All 73 of them that did not finish the Thank season. Thank
1: you. They they did not make it. Not one. That's crazy.
0: It is I'm crazy. I was just thinking
1: about it. Like, four quarterbacks and not, like, if we had to play a game next week, like, who would pl- who would start? Wildcat. Yeah. The Wildcat? Is that what we're doing? If you had told me before the season that the Niners would be in the NFC Championship game and Christian McCaffrey would be taking snaps at quarterback for the <laughs> Niners, I'd be like, uh, what planet are you on? Yeah. But... Yeah. You would have said. I mean, just, you would have said
0: that if someone told you, Brock. I'd be mean, like, Hardy number one, we have
1: opposite. Christian McCaffrey. How did that happen? Number two, why is he playing quarterback? And three, if he is, how the heck did we make it that far? <laughs> yeah, Anyways, one of
0: the wildest games ever, man. I yeah, just I mean, with was, you, I mean,
1: I mean, it just everything went bad immediately, mm-hmm. and I mean, even on the like the punt, like Bosa said he took a cleat that was like an inch or two deep in his leg, like he's. An, Standing on the sideline And it's like Everything that could go wrong Went wrong They I mean They could not stop Taking just killer penalties Um, But yeah I mean it just The game was You know Devontae Smith's Catch No catch No challenge And For some reason We drew up a play To have Tyler Croft Block Hassan Reddick That got Brock Purdy Maybe done for a pretty long time But yeah, I just I, – I don't know what to analyze. I don't know what – I feel like the game was an incomplete.
0: hmm I felt like – were...
1: I would have felt like, okay, we're going to have – I'm not going to say we had a shot to win, but, like, I think this could be, like – we could at the very least make some butts in the seats pretty tight if we could go in 14-7, potentially somehow just kind of gather ourselves at halftime, we get the ball, and then the the dam broke. The snap fumble, and it's just the defense – you know, couldn't couldn't keep. I mean, I was like, okay, maybe three, maybe a turnover. No. So let's
0: let's just start with the first half. So I thought it was absolutely nuts. So what? Three plays into the game, Fred Warner goes down with what you texted me. You're like, oh my god, that's a collarbone. And I I was like, see you next season. Yeah. He went
1: for, he went from he went from the hospital to the starting lineup like in three minutes.
0: Yeah. It, it looked like oh he's out for the game immediately the way he went down because he's a guy who never goes down like that and you're like oh my god nightmare scenario then two plays later he comes right back out there and you're like oh my gosh you know I huge was like what break. was
1: that I was like what was that Fred like yeah it was a stinger I mean must have been
0: yeah incredible that he just gets back out there and you're like okay all things considered this is fine then the Eagles go down they score a touchdown after probably what will go down is the play of the game so prior to the Purdy injury prior to the Bosa injury all of this stuff Devontae Smith down the left sideline lofted ball up jumps up high points the ball with one hand incredible catch but as he's coming down it was very clear from the replay that it did touch the ground and it was incomplete but they didn't show us that angle until after that play had taken place so I was saying when I was watching the game, I saw Devontae Smith take his fists and pop them together after he made the catch, which I was yelling at the TV. That's his signal to the offense that I did not catch it. We got to run this shit. Run a play now. And I think everybody in the world knew that.
1: But it was like, it was almost like it was so obvious. Like, is he telling everyone he didn't catch the ball? Like, I mean, it was like, I mean, in – yeah, like, you're right. I mean, they showed replay after replay. I'm like, I don't see a replay where he doesn't catch it. And, right. you know, do you – I mean, I just don't think coaches throw the challenge flag just to throw it. I mean, obviously, hindsight, he should have thrown it. But, like, if, if your video guy says, I don't see anything, and then, you know, three, four minutes later, the, the TV guy's on camera at 13, like, oh, nope, here it is. Yeah. Like – that's hard to do. He would have had to throw it, throw it blindly, but it was such a big play on fourth down. I mean, you might as well have. I mean, it's only the first half. If you if you're down a timeout right. in the first half, what it's, it 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 might have been worth it. But yeah, yeah. that
0: that completely changed the game because then the next drive after that, the Niners uh, they had a, a chance to. I told you they needed to get a field goal there. They needed to find a way to get three to keep themselves in the game. They didn't. They punted. Uh then they got I what felt like the first of three or four big stops to keep that game close and then the Purdy injury. And that like you said, you had your backup tight end trying to block Hassan Redick who had nineteen and a half sacks this year, and you could tell right away he was clutching his hand, he probably had no feeling in his hand, and man, tough, tough like moment. He,
1: he, not only did he hit the elbow, but it almost looked like he got his elbow hit, and then his even his hand came down on a helmet. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of joked, like, oh, we're about to see Josh Johnson, and then he's out there. You're like, oh, he's out there. <laughs> this is not good. Yeah. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, it clearly, like, you know, the play that he couldn't we, – we weren't getting the plays in, called at the in the huddle, delay of game after delay of game. He actually did make a couple, you know – I mean, I don't even remember, but I think he was the quarterback on the touchdown. He must have been on the touchdown drive.
0: He was, yeah. So that's so, what I, I mean, was going to say was, is, and that did, that tied the game, right? It made it seven. 7 Yeah, it was seven. I'm like, which, that's okay, incredible. like,
1: I, so, I just, yeah. I,
0: big shades in this one of the 2017 NFC Championship game, Vikings at Eagles. That one finished 38-7. This one finished 31-7. Where. Both games were 7-7 and it felt like it was anybody's game despite the Niners having like a huge injury. You were like, if they can run like they did with Debo and McCaffrey on that drive and the way Hurts looked, the way the Niners defense looked, I'm like, they can grind out like a 14-13 or 17-16 win. I was like, even with Josh Johnson, that roster is so good, they can run the ball and make it work. And then, as you mentioned, the floodgates open at the end of the of the second quarter and I mean, at that point, you had to think, unless Purdy came out to start the second half and looked like his normal self, this game was over. And I would imagine that's what you were thinking.
1: Yeah, they they went up 14-7, and I don't remember if that was the one that, like, I mean, we had killer penalty. Like, on third down, like, we hit the punter. Like, yeah. I don't know if that was, I know that eventually that that penalty led to a touchdown, but I don't know if it was the 14-7. Um, but 14-7, I'm like, okay, like, we're, 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 I, as long as we can get to halftime and kind of gather ourselves. But then Josh Johnson dropped, literally dropped the ball. And a yeah, lot of discourse on
0: Twitter crazy. about two things in that game. Um, At that same time at the end of the second quarter. So a lot of people were saying that the Niners gunner, uh, it was Mason, I believe, right, who uh, ran into the punter. It looked like both he was held and pushed into the punter. So a lot of folks were saying that that was not the right call in that situation. And then the second thing was down 14-7. Niners are going to try to get the old two for one where you score at the end of the first half and you get the kickoff to start the second half. And the drive started well. I believe it was a decent kick return and then like a decent run by. They
1: hit, they hit Samuel, I know, because they threw it. I was like, oh, we're throwing it with this guy. That's right. He it was a slant Devo to Samuel. A slant, and we're like, yeah. OK. And then the very next. And, he was like, then, let's.
0: Yeah, that, like, that then, ruined it. And And it's just like you were pissed at the the effort there because it just it bounces off his hands. It reminded me a lot of the Cam Newton play in Super Bowl 50 where it's like he's on the ground. The ball is there. There's a chance to go get it. And he just made what appeared to be a business decision there, which is I just
1: I. Can we just can we just snap the ball? I mean, like, (laughs) you know, throw a pick throw like, I don't know, fumble it running, you know, trying to scram. I don't I just can we like.
0: He's can we been get in the, the league play for like 15 years. Like, yeah. can
1: you can you just <laughs> – but, I mean, it was – then the dam broke. I mean, I thought the defense – I mean, it looks bad giving up 31, but I thought the defense played incredibly well, you know, given the – other than the penalties, the penalties killed them. I mean, I thought – I don't know if Jalen Hurts is fully healthy or not. He probably isn't, but he didn't look great. You know, he had a couple overthrows on some – deep passes mm-hmm. and i thought the niners did a pretty good job of limiting in his runs um but yeah you can see even on the, the miles sanders touchdown runs like like they pre- they're so prepared for the zone you know keep by jalen hurts like fred mm-hmm. warner like on, they showed on the on the tv like he didn't even move on one on of on the touchdowns skates. like yep. he just is like i don't want to just i don't want to Go balls to the wall to the running back, and Jalen goes untouched. But the problem is, he's so f- we're so focused on that. Miles Sanders goes untouched. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jalen wasn't necessarily running it. But the other thing too, um, Jalen Hurts has the Avengers blocking for him. I mean, like Landon Dickerson's a Pro Bowler, Jason Kelsey's a Hall of Famer, Lane Johnson's a Hall of Famer, Jordan Mailata is a gigantic human being. I that I, their offensive line is is a Gigantic weapon for them, um, yeah,
0: and because that
1: combined with his ability to run, uh, it's that's really really hard to beat.
0: Yeah, and it, I I agree that I don't think Hertz was a hundred percent. It looked like. He also took a couple shots in that game. There was one where Hufunga hit him in the back when he slid, and uh, or he dove forward so it wasn't a slide, so he wasn't protected. and He got up Winston, and I was like, had that happened earlier in the game, it really could have changed the game. But by that point, the game was basically over, and I was surprised that they were even running hurts. So second half. Yeah, they
1: kept running him.
0: Yeah, second half, nothing really to go over there. The game was basically over, even though Purdy came in and could probably only throw it like five yards. It was... Really tough to watch. And it was. It
1: was like. It was like. Oh, he's in, and it's like, no, we're running it like every play. Like it'd be fourth and eleven. It's like, no, this is going to be a run. Yeah. Just how how's he how are we going to run
0: the old Georgia Tech wing tee offense? It was tough. Um, I wish
1: they just would have said Christian. Like this is over. Go have some fun. Go throw the ball.
0: Yeah. Sling it left handed. See what happens. Yeah, yeah, it was. It was definitely tough. The Trent Williams body slam was. Decent, you know, as a fan, you know. It's, it's,
1: I'm like, this is <laughs> this is gonna turn into a hockey game I'm like this is gonna turn into this, we're someone's not gonna finish this game and well it was him. <laughs> yeah. I just was. I just I I so these I don't can you imagine working all that hard and like you're down four quarterback, they all get hurt like just all that work you put in, it's like <laughs> some of these guys were like, I'm gonna take somebody's head off. I don't <laughs> care.
0: A very very frustrating. He's like, he's like end. I did
1: not wake up today thinking I was going to be blocking for Christian McCaffrey on a pass.
0: Yeah, yeah, you could tell the Niners' O line, especially the right side, was struggling in the game. But then, you know, when you're when you're playing in a hopeless second half with, you know, a wildcat quarterback or a quarterback who can't even throw the ball, they lost their cool, and you can't blame them at all. A very, very frustrating end to what was a pretty magical season. Uh, Purdy gets his first loss on his record, but it's mostly an incomplete since he missed almost the entire game. And then the Niners 12 game winning streak snapped tough way to end the season. But all in all, if you would have said at the beginning of the year that Lance and Garoppolo would both suffer season ending injuries and you would make it all the, all the way to the NFC championship game, you would be like, damn, that's a hell of a ride. So great job by Kyle and the boys.
1: Yeah. To, to yeah I mean, these, this, this these, I mean, they, today, these days feel like a funeral. Um, but, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a good season. I mean, it's, it sucks to say now. But, yeah, I mean, it's, a, it's hard to make it this far. And
0: you could tell Kyle we'll was him, we'll absolutely gutted in that we'll get him, post-game we'll get, we'll press conference. We tried hard.
1: We had fun today. We'll go <laughs> we'll get him next year.
0: Tough way to go out. Uh, really crummy game uh, from that game to the AFC Championship game, which was uh, a slugfest, absolute slugfest. win for the Chiefs. Obviously, a million different things you could talk about in this game. I'm going to start off the top. Obviously, we'll talk about how the game ended uh, in a little bit. But I just want to say we have done a great job, I think, on this podcast for the first 12 episodes of just being like, you know, this team won because of this. This team won because of this. We like this team because of this reason. I think this game was the biggest game of this season and maybe – maybe since the 2018 NFC Championship game, to be decided exclusively by the refs. I thought this was an awful performance by the refs in that game. Um, I saw eight or nine different calls that all went against the Bengals. If you're a Bengals fan, you got to feel like you got shafted in that one. Really, really tough second half by that officiating crew. The whole situation with the third and nine, the play happens, and then they said, oh, there was an issue with the clock. So they got essentially a fourth chance... At getting the first down on third down, and then got the first down on a penalty, and it was just like Zach Taylor blowing a gasket on the sideline. Really, really, really tough way for Cincinnati to go out. I mean, as someone who bet on Kansas City, or on Cincinnati, of course I'm going to feel that way. But you're a neutral in that game, and you you had to have been thinking the same thing. Cincinnati got shafted.
1: Yeah, that he was like. I was like, what down is it? Is it like fifth down on <laughs> on that on that sequence? And then yeah, I just knew as soon as they replayed the down, I'm like, this is about to be a penalty. Yes. Like someone's <laughs> getting like a first down, auto, like automatic first down penalty. I'm like, that is a guarantee. Um, Even on the final play that, you know, not the kick, but that um, Mahomes run, like I've seen on some apps, people screenshotted like a giant hold on the Bengals. On the the Chiefs guy holding with the Bengals like uh, nose tackle or whoever it was coming up the middle, and yeah, I don't know. It's I I really 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 hate making it about officiating, but yeah, this one was questionable at best. Um,
0: yeah, I I was trying to throw it back to 2018 NFC Championship Saints uh, Rams with the famous. Uh, pass interference no call that essentially sent the rams to the super bowl that year this felt like i mean that was one egregious gigantic missed call this one felt like a you know compilation of seven or eight in the second half that screwed it, over cincinnati
1: it honestly just makes me think like what what place does replay have in sports because the the subjective like the, the decisions they make in the offseason to to make some calls reviewable, some not like the fact that they can stop it. Like there probably was an eye in the sky guy who said like the clock's wrong or whatever, like during right. that play, but then they stop it. But like, yeah, think about the, the Devonte Smith, you know, catch, no catch. Like I'm sure somebody could have seen like, could have seen like, do we want to get it right? Or do we want to get it right? Mm-hmm. Like I like, why, why are some plays reviewable? Why are some not? Why and, and it just it, it either makes me go back to like well then we should have no challenges and every little thing should be reviewable and this it all takes seven hours mm. or just get rid of replay and and, and 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 make it just you know I guess less subjective right. although it would be subjective on the human being ref to get it right I don't know it's just in every sport it's just odd like. They were making. I was watching sports. They're making a big deal about, I guess, the Lakers Celtics last night. Yeah, like LeBron absolutely lost it on the, and it's like it takes two seconds to see that he was fouled, Mm -hmm. like, and we're all just going to pretend like it didn't happen. And it, it just, in any sport, it's just really odd. Like, I don't know, but yeah, Yeah. Bengals got absolutely hosed.
0: Yeah, overall, I thought it was a really gutty performance by both Burrow and Mahomes. Uh, It was not going to be one of those games. So I thought this. If Mahomes was healthy, which he was more healthy than I was expecting him to be. I thought this was going to be a shootout. It was not. It was a slugfest. I thought Spagnolo and Anarumo, the defensive coordinators, did an awesome job of kind of keeping both quarterbacks contained to doing, you know, what they're usually doing, which is over the middle, short throws. And then Burrow obviously had a couple bombs to Higgins that really changed the game. It looked like Casey was essentially in control until that you know, long touchdown to T Higgins down the right sideline.
1: They were looking pretty good until Mahomes threw it backwards.
0: Yes. Which was (laughs) (laughs) very surprising. I saw, I saw him do that. And I was like, if Collinsworth was watching this, he was like,
1: Oh, Oh, Oh. (laughs) Yeah. I I was like, wow. The narrative went from like this guy's, you know, Michael Jordan to, uh, he just threw it backwards. (laughs) Like, (laughs) and it was like, and it, you know, turnover. I mean, it, that could have been just catastrophic, but nope. Somebody decided to make a dumber play later in the game.
0: Yeah, we got, we'll definitely talk about that play coming up here shortly. Um, that's, that's an iconic one. It's right up there with that um, 2018 NFC championship. The I believe it was uh, Roby Coleman uh, diving into, uh, it was like Tommy Lee Lewis or one of those gadget players for the Saints trying to make a catch. And it, Essentially, just decided the game, decided who went to the Super Bowl that year. And we had another one of those plays today that it all came down to one play and a guy lost his cool. So, super rough ending to that game. We'll get more into that later and get into our Super Bowl preview. So, Chiefs, Eagles, a couple of marquee teams. The two one seeds do make it to the Super Bowl again, which hasn't happened for a while. Last year we had. Uh, two four seeds meet in the Super Bowl, and then the Niners were a six who got to the NFC Championship. So a lot of upsets last year. This year it goes chalk. The one beats the two, and the one beats the three. Um, Kansas City against the Eagles coming up in the Super Bowl. Uh, before we get to the Super Bowl preview and Joey's Jack and the bum of the week, um, a lot of rumors from Adam Schefter after the Niners game ended that D'Amico Ryans is going to go to Houston um, they said Houston is basically pulling out all the stops to hire him as their next head coach. Um, you got to wonder, does he take that job? Because it's definitely Houston having to sell him on the opportunity rather than him saying, I, you know, I want to interview for this job. Because that is probably the worst job in the NFL right now.
1: This <laughs> job sucks. <laughs> I'm quite shocked he would take it because. You know, I know everyone, if he doesn't get a job, you know, there's going to be so many takes about why. But I'm like, how about you just think about D'Amico's good enough to where he doesn't have to take the maybe the shittiest coaching job in a long time? Mm-hmm. I mean, the Texans are just a turnstile at the coaching staff. The But I, I heard today that his wife's from there. Like, I mean, he did play for them. And, like, his wife, they have, still have family there. And he probably does have so much leverage. Like, you know, he probably does get a pretty – Decent contract. He probably gets full control of the roster, which I doubt because they got that. They Did they, did they still have Casario?
0: Um, I believe he and Easterby both left. Um, they're searching That's for basically right. everybody That's at right. every level there. So it's a complete tire fire rebuild from the top. The Houston Texans fans want new ownership. Doesn't look like they're going to get it. But you, like you're saying, he has the connections to Houston. He played there for many years. Looks like a guy that is a perfect sell to the fan base there. But he's got, you're right, he's got all the leverage. And I would imagine, you know, Shanahan is really going to be like, hey, stay here. We can win a Super Bowl. But it looks like the Houston job is his if he wants it. And then, of course, he'll interview for a few others. There's still three other openings besides that one. And um, D'Amico Ryan's going take himself well.
1: He can give us a parting gift and give us a a second round pick, which would be like pick 33 for uh, Trey Lance if he wants. (laughs)
0: yeah that would be that would be an ideal parting gift another uh coaching move this week so frank reich hired as the next head coach of the carolina panthers that was a surprise to me this feels a lot like last year where rich Bisacci was passed over for the raider job in uh in lieu of, uh, or in, it was, um, McDaniels who was brought in as well as some former like Patriots GM guys. It's basically like Patriots West there. Now that blew up in their face. It does feel like Wilks was the player's choice. And yet they go with Frank Reich. Um, obviously Reich has a history of working with crazy quarterback situations and still putting together a, a pretty decent team, but he has not gotten far in the playoffs and, I was shocked at this hire. I thought maybe he would get one of the other jobs out there. I did not expect Carolina, who has this, you know, rah-rah owner who's willing to pay any price for any coach for them to settle for a mediocre coach in Frank Wright. Kind of a a strange hire, in my opinion. What did you think when you saw that?
1: Well, it's probably why they hired Frank Wright. I mean, it's not maybe the most desirable job. Frank um, played for Carolina, and I heard he still got a home there um so he has a he has like D'Amico to Houston he has connections to Carolina and just the way the league's going is they're leaning offense and Steve Wilkes you know is a defensive guy and um yeah I mean it's exactly like the Raiders last year and it backfired I I you know mean, maybe Frank Wright maybe they plan on taking a, a QB really high and they want Frank to be the guy to to uh groom him but
0: they're probably yeah, hoping it is. to do, you know, what he did with Wentz early on. They want him to do with a new quarterback. There would be the thought.
1: Yeah, I mean, I would, I would think, um, but it's weird. It's like he gets hired. They're like, Steve, uh, you want to be D coordinator? Uh, he's like, uh,
0: it's a peace. rough look. Yeah, and he uh, Wilkes, understandably pissed. There's three other openings, um, unless there's a surprise retirement somewhere in the offing, but. Um, we'll go over more coaching hires and whatnot as we head towards the offseason. I
1: thought today Miami hiring Vic Fangio, that was a blow because I was like, well, if we lose D'Amico, we could get him back. Nope. No, we can't. And they made him the highest paid coordinator in the league. Yeah,
0: apparently. I mean, obviously Fangio, you know, not necessarily a failure as a head coach. He just didn't do that well with that Broncos roster because we saw, you know, a much worse version of what a Broncos head coach could be this year with Hackett segue from there. Nathaniel Hackett hired as the new OC of the Jets.
1: He's like he's making so much he's making so much money based on being Rodgers' best friend.
0: It's unbelievable and all the rumors are now that the Packers are going to move on from Rodgers and that the Jets are the logical destination. He is following the exact career path of Brett Favre, uh, 18 seasons with the Packers, 1 season with the Jets. Hopefully it's not 2 seasons with the Vikings cuz I don't want that guy on my team. But anyway, Pretty crazy can, he, situation. Rodgers
1: to Minnesota and Kirk to
0: Kyle. Ugh, please, God, <laughs> no. I can't take this. I can't have another 40-year-old quarterback who could be killed on any play. And
1: Hey, that's okay. I just want somebody to finish the season.
0: Yeah, that's all you're looking for. I just want
1: somebody to be upright when the season's over.
0: The silly season is starting. That's what they call it in England uh, when it's like transfer season, when players are switching teams. It's a good the, way to put it. The silly season is, is starting. There's going to be three more coaching hires. There's going to be a QB carousel coming up. Rodgers seems to be basically done with the Packers. Really does look like Lamar Jackson's going to be on the move. A lot of moving parts. Kirk Cousins on a one year deal. Um, a lot of teams are going to draft quarterbacks. There's going to be a wild trade or two coming in there. So um, once the Super Bowl's over, it is going to shift into high gear as we head towards the new league year and the draft. Um, let's head over to your joey's jack-in-the-bum of the week and we may have the jack-in-the-bum of the year that's what you texted me when you saw this play uh, we'll get to here in a moment but my candidates i probably would have picked the officials in the kc uh cincy game i thought that was probably the worst officiated game of 2022 uh and then the ref that along the sideline missed De- Devonte Smith's catch quote unquote uh, in the Niner game. So a couple bums there, but you have the Jack and the Bum of the Year.
1: Again, fantastic candidates, but this this Sunday there's only two games, not as many, but yeah, this is this might be the uh the gold medal, whatever you want to call it for uh Jack and the Bum of the Week, might be of the year. But uh, I'm going with Joseph Asai for the Cincinnati Bengals for the absolutely abomination, atrocious late hit out of bounds to. I mean, send his team home. I mean, just flat out one, two, three, Cancun. We're going home because I just couldn't stop myself, and it makes what would have been probably a hail mary attempt, if they not said a it six, would have been sixty a 50, yarder,
0: fifty seven or fifty eight yard field goal, which in that weather was not going to be good.
1: Yeah, makes it a forty-five year. I mean, just can't do it. Wish I had Mike Singletary. Can't do it. Can't do it. I want winners. <laughs> that was that was a loser. That was a losing play. I just, I feel like I, I I think about how the Niners lost and it's like yeah it's it's more like just sad we it feels like we just got an incomplete on the report card today. The Bengals. If I was a Bengals fan, oh boy, that guy better delete his Twitter if he's got one. He better. He might want to go to. He might want a one way ticket to Thailand. Go hang out with Cliff. I don't know, <laughs> but he better. He, be, he better have a strong support system because, boy, it's going to be a long off season for him. And I just, it just can't happen. It just, I just literally, you see it too. You see it. He's running to the side. He's like, just. I'm not even. I'm not even really rooting for the Bengals or anybody. Just fan of the game. Like, don't hit him. Don't hit. Don't do it. And I was like, oh, are the refs going like, to throw him a bone and not? Th-? Nope. They threw it. And it's like, yep. Refs were refs might have been uh, pretty bad today, but I can't argue with that one. No, that easy. was 15. And it's just – I texted you, too. I'd be such a terrible teammate. I'd throw him under the bus, and then I'd put the bus in reverse and run him over again. I just – I can't believe we did all those lifting weights, ran all those sprints, all that stuff, to have you do that. I just – Jack in the bum of the week might be of the year.
0: Devastating for Joseph Asai, who uh, earlier in the game was getting shout-outs from Nansen Romo for the impact he was having on the game, you know, coming up the middle on blitzes and hitting Mahomes, and then, boom, this is going to be the only thing he's known for until hopefully he makes, you know, some big play He next better have
1: year. a pick six in the Super
0: Bowl. That's – you hope for a redemption story I mean, for Even that think guy. about
1: Even think about, like, Russell Wilson. Like, say whatever you want about him. Like, he's, do, he's had a Hall of Fame career – and people are still going to be like, yeah, but remember that pick at the, at the one-yard line? Like,
0: People remember you for usually just one thing. And, like, obviously we watch a ton of football. Most everyone we text and talk to watches a ton of football. The vast majority of the American public, they only, you know, watch a few games a year. Or they, like, watch every game, but they don't know every player on every team. They know their team. And they're like, oh, I hope we win this year. You get a lot of that. A lot of people are going to know that guy for only one thing for his whole career, so a tough spot for him. You hate doing the jack and the bum of the week on someone who's, like, absolutely devastated rather than some guy that just made some stupid play, it, but it hurts. It had to be Like, him. the
1: only thing that I think this year that would have been worse is if the Jacoby Myers happened, like, in a bigger game.
0: Yeah, in, like, a playoff decider. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like, that would have been it. Like, that was probably the dumbest play of the year. Yes, but who cares? That was yeah. Patriots. Who cares? This one, oh boy. That's
0: most impactful play of the season because it sent Kansas City to the Super Bowl pretty wild. Um, let's do a quick Super Bowl preview. Um, we were going to do another pod next week to, like, preview the Super Bowl and, you know, bring back Johan, who was awesome on the pod last week, and talk about the Niners as they're in hopefully their
1: not Hopefully he didn't eat his medicine cabinet today. <laughs>
0: Yeah, he w- he was texting me before the game. He's like, you know, I'm at an age now where I, I I'm strangely I'm ambivalent about the whole thing. I want us to win, obviously, but I'm not Good gonna be for devastated him. if we lose. And then still, of course, the text throughout the whole game, he's just like, What was that? What was the-? and I'm like, Of course, you know, we all we we've all been there, but we're gonna probably That's so funny
1: he says that 'cause before the, the before the game today I'm like, you know what? If it goes bad like Joey, like really just like be a grown up. Like don't rip a shirt in half this time. Like don't throw your hat and break something like, you know, just be cool. And then I, I I did throw my hat one time and it was on the Josh Johnson fumble. That was yeah. it. After that, I was like, this is over. But yeah, yeah. I just, I, I, I could try and tell myself like, just, it's just a game. Nope. It's not in me.
0: No, Couldn't no way it. you can do it. We were, we were going to do um, another pod to preview if the Niners made it, but Obviously, the, the gusto for this game has been lowered just a little bit with, you know, the Niners not making it, the Vikings being eliminated early, and um, will be a good Super Bowl, though. You'd have two marquee teams, the two number one seeds, probably, you know, these teams both went 14-3, and three, probably the two best teams in the league, you would say. I thought maybe Cincinnati was better than Philly, but Philly with a fully healthy Jalen Hurts, probably the second best team in the NFL. It's gonna be a great game. The line has opened at Kansas City pick. Uh I expected Kansas City minus two and a half and a lot of people to bet on Kansas City at that number and see if it got to three. It is surprisingly opened at pick, and I think part of that is let's start with the Chiefs here. Is Mahomes gonna be at full health fourteen days from now? Because he was definitely walking around gingerly on that ankle today. Better better than I thought. We thought he was gonna be at like 30%. He was maybe at like 50, 60 percent. Will he be close to 100? If I'm correct, I
1: heard days. on the broadcast he did not take a shot like a painkiller.
0: Uh, I'm going to be like Maury from the TV show. Uh, the lie detector <laughs> determined that was a lie. <laughs> uh,
1: he didn't want the Tyrod Taylor. He's like, I'm playing today. I can't risk can't risk you missing. Yeah, there was some uh, sort of
0: product on his ankle. It may not have been a shot, but there's something there.
1: He looked – but you're right. He looked a lot better than I thought. Um but full credit to him, because I thought they were going to get, even at home, I thought they would struggle, but he was he was sensational. Um, Travis Kelsey did play and did catch a lot of passes. Um,
0: a lot of rumors before the even, game that he wasn't playing.
1: Even the Chiefs, I mean, they lost Tony. I mean, they were down at one point, I think, to two healthy wide receivers and still pulled it out, but, Yeah. I mean, it should be a really good Super Bowl. Um, don't know who to root for as a Niner fan. I'm not really – I don't really – I don't hate either one of these teams, but I, I, don't, I just – the Bengals the were thing. an easy, like – the Bengals were an easy, like, all right, let's go, Joey. Here we go. But now, I, I don't know.
0: I agree. Last year, especially, I mean, you as a Niner fan, you were rooting against Stafford and the and the Rams. Um, that was easy. Yeah, that was easy for me, too. I'm a big Burrow guy. It was easy to root for um, – Cincinnati and then the season before that I'm a Brady guy so I was rooting for Brady I was rooting for Mo. I
1: was rooting for Tom.
0: Yeah, and then the season before that was the Niners so very easy for you to know who to root for and then the season before that was Patriots Rams and again you don't like the Rams so you were you know this feels like the first one since the Philly uh, Super Bowl against uh, New England, where it's like, hey, let's just see a good game because in that game it was like the Eagles hadn't won the Super Bowl. I was pissed that the Vikings had lost to them, but I was probably rooting a little bit more for New England. But it was pretty neutral. This, I feel like this is the biggest neutral Super Bowl since um, the Carolina versus Denver, which like nobody gave a shit who won. Like two franchises that just—I
1: I mean, I know. guess it all depends. Like if you're probably a, if you're a Jets fan, you probably like. We're like, let's go Nick Foles. You just hate the Patriots. Or like, yeah, if right. you're, but like, if you take out those teams, well, I guess even last year, like if you're not a Niner fan, like Rams, Bengals, like, I mean, the Rams don't even have fans in LA. Yeah. So yeah. like, this is not tr- even hated.
0: I texted you this. The parade happened in LA. I lived down here. It was probably, I don't know, a mile and a half uh, east of where we live. 12,000 fans attended their parade. Um, That's not like a, it's not like a, Oh, you know, they're using that to make fun of like how many fans that it was clearly more than that. No, it was 12,000 fans. You know, for when the Kansas city Royals won the world series, they had over a million people at their parade and it was like, Kansas city has like, you know, 400,000 people. How's that even possible? But like people came from all over the state It was a huge moment. Same for when the Chiefs won. Same for when the Eagles won in 2017. When the Warriors last won last year, uh, my company that I work for, we did all the signage for that parade. And it was like one of the biggest things I've ever seen. I'm looking at these images on TV. I'm like, that is insane. Like that part of San Francisco never has people, you know, from wall to wall for like three miles. It's incredible. And then there's just no interest in L.A. So, like, I, I do like it in that there's no Rams in this Super Bowl. There's no team that, you know, like Carolina or whoever who doesn't have much of a fan base. This is two, you know, blue blood franchises. The Eagles been around since the 20s. Kansas City has been around since the late 50s. Big matchup, two great quarterbacks. I want to talk about the Eagles a little bit because I am strongly, strongly, strongly leaning towards betting Kansas City at pick in this game. I think because the Eagles technically blew out the Niners, even though I grade that as an incomplete, they won by 24 points and then Kansas City won by three. I feel like the line would have been much bigger if, say, you know, Philadelphia only beat you by seven or Kansas City won by 10. So as a guy who's like very strongly considering Kansas City at pick, if you're going to say you know, make the case for the Eagles going into this game with two more weeks of Hurts trying to get healthy, like, what is the case for Philly at that number if you had to make it?
1: Oh, I I mean, Chris Jones, I mean, the Bengals struggled big time to protect Joe Burrow. Uh, after what I saw today, the Eagles are not going to struggle to protect Jalen Hurts. Um, Chris Jones is going to get a face full of Jason Kelsey and Landon Dickerson and, and if he goes outside, he's going to face either a Hall of Famer or maybe the biggest left tackle I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> so they're not going to get to Jalen whether he's 100% or not. And if Mahomes doesn't get any better, I like the Bengals' pass rush, but the Eagles got more guys that can get after him. If he's going to be able to – if he's not going to be able to, to, you know, scramble out of some sacks, the Eagles are going to get after him. and, um. But Mahomes proved me wrong today. I thought he'd be more hurt than he was. So, um, but I, I think I mean just same the same reason why I thought they had they have a great chance in every game. Really, is just I mean they are elite of the elite on the on the on the lines, and uh, that helps you in any game.
0: Yeah, I definitely wasn't prepared to see how good Philly's offensive line was given the last four weeks of the regular season they had trouble with whether it was Minshew or Hertz in there protecting the quarterback scoring points Uh, they completely turned that narrative in the giant game and then this last game against the Niners again I gotta grade it as an incomplete you're playing against a team without a quarterback and they did score 31 points but they had the ball for basically all of the game with the Niners unable to put together any kind of offensive attack so this is a really interesting Super Bowl, kind of like the 2017 one where it was Nick Foles and you're like, hey, what even are the Eagles? It feels similar where, hey, what even are the Eagles? They played a absolutely trash Giants team in the, their first playoff matchup, and then they played an incomplete Niners team today with no quarterback. So a lot of moving parts there. It's going to be interesting.
1: I, I just thought about it. Like, Eagles 14-3, and, and, like, they're damn good. I'm not trying to rain on their parade, but. It just goes to show you, like, just to win, like, you need so many things to go your way. Like, um, Minnesota gets upset at home. They play the Giants. Okay. Beat the Giants. They get the Niners, who thinks could be even matched. They're I mean, literally, they had a corpse at quarterback. And they're like, boop, two home games, and we're in the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. And then they get to the Super Bowl, and they're going to face, I mean, obviously a damn good chiefs team but like Mahomes is on one leg and it's like it's just like man like every championship i'm not saying this is i'm not saying they're like the what did been the 2019 Toronto Raptors where the Warriors lost everybody and like everyone was like okay you're lucky they lost everybody because mm-hmm. you needed all of those guys to go down but man it's just that's the way sports go sometimes
0: it really is i mean the, the way you look at every Championship team in basically every sport. There's always several breaks. Yeah, that's you playoff. can say
1: that about every every single team, every single team, like that yeah. ever wins. It's it's something.
0: Yeah, and it's been a magical ride for the Eagles. Their head coach probably going to win coach of the year. um You know, a defense that's got four guys with ten or more sacks, a quarterback that's in the running for MVP. And they're trying to cap it off with their second Super Bowl in five years. So big moment for the Eagles. And then Mahomes and Reed playing in a legacy game. If, if they each win their second title, you know, first ballot Hall of Fame secured, all-time greats secured. You know, you probably move Andy Reed into the top five coaches of all time. You know, Mahomes becomes the heir apparent to Brady, you know, at the expense of Burrow who had the opportunity to get there had he won today. Um, big statement Super Bowl coming up. Um, Before we get to my you like that picks of the week, it's just going to be one pick this week because there's only one game coming up. Um, Anything else outside of the NFL that we want to talk about in the sports world? I'm getting a little excited looking at uh, baseball coming up this season. I know you're kind of checked out on baseball in general, but um, hope springs eternal. Once the Vikings are eliminated, I pivot straight into A's mode. Uh, It used to be I would pivot into Sharks mode, but that ain't happening this year. Um, You know. For me, I'm going to watch some, you know, I I always get excited for the Masters in April, like watching the Champions League knockout round, you know, some good sports to tide us over until football comes back. But uh, I'm thinking, you know, at some point before we do uh, like NFL draft pods and then previews of the season next year, we're going to have to come on and discuss some other sports. So hopefully we get some good stuff from the world of NHL and baseball and I mean, how are you going to pass the time now that the Niners are eliminated and there's no game for, no game coming to Levi Stadium until September? Oh, what are we going to do?
1: Um. Well, I sadly will still watch the Sharks. I watched them uh, last night. You know, <laughs> Logan Couture, five point nine. You know, uh, we uh, avoided the tank last night. Um. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely will watch. Hockey trade deadline coming up. Let's see what fire sale happens. But, yeah, golf. Um, Pebble Beach next week. Um,
0: awesome to yeah, watch and, that on TV. And,
1: yeah, and I mean, it's. I was thinking about this the other day. Like, you know, we have all these streaming stuff, and, like, I lo- they were talking about the ratings. Mm-hmm. Um, or, or I read something about ratings, how the NFL just blows every other sport. It's only getting worse. Um, And I'm like, all this streaming stuff, like, they thought maybe it could help other sports, maybe kind of close the gap a little bit on the NFL. And all it does is make people watch the NFL year round. And like, yeah, I mean, you said it. I probably will start watching like you know Kuiper, McShay mock drafts, like a total nerd. <laughs> um, uh, probably watch a bunch of dudes running their underwear at the combine and be like, <laughs> oh, like I mean, it's crazy, but like it is. Like I, I. Um, football just dominates the calendar year round. Um, and, uh, yeah, I, I guess uh, I, I want to, I want to watch baseball, but man, it just, boy, that for me, that just like,
0: I'm going to Riviera to see the Genesis invitational, uh, which is in two weeks. Uh, that's always a blast. I think going to golf tournaments is a blast. Uh, there's always the storyline of, is Tiger going to play at Augusta again this year? That's something I'm going to watch. My, my team Tottenham Hotspurs in the UEFA Champions League uh, round of 16, hoping they can make a run to the final again like they did in 2019. So a few things we'll just you know, gloss over as we go head into the offseason pod. we got to talk coaching hires, quarterback moves when free agency opens, uh, draft needs for the Vikings and Niners, <laughs> top five picks in the draft. There's a lot to go over, and uh, we're going to keep the pod going uh, as we head into the offseason. But one more big game to go. Uh, before we get to that point so here's my Super Bowl you like that pick Um, I was debating maybe looking at the over-under we haven't done a total yet Uh, obviously like when I'm betting on my own I do bet over-unders I bet player props I had Isaiah Pacheco under 50 rushing yards today because I for whatever reason thought it was going to be all McKinnon so I do bets like that and I'll obviously have a few for the Super Bowl Um, people do wild ones like what color will the Gatorade be when they dump it on the coach You know, fun bets like that. I always love doing the over-under on the length of the National Anthem. That shit's always fun. But we're going to just go with a regular pick this week. So um, Super Bowl 57 in Glendale, Arizona. We're going Kansas City pick them against Philly. Uh, I think Hertz and Mahomes are probably somewhere around the same level of, you know, injury. Obviously, both are not 100%. Will they be back to 100% by game time? I don't know. I trust Reed and Mahomes more than I trust Sirianni and and Hurts, despite the advantage that Philly has on uh, the offensive line and then maybe the defensive line, even though Chris Jones is really catching fire here. So I'm going to go with Kansas City, pick them. Um, we'll see if it gets there. We went 4-4 four and four in the playoffs. We went 25-15-5 in the regular season. If we can finish with a win here, we'll be 5-4 and four in the playoffs. We will have had a winning record in both the playoffs and the regular season. So you like that pick of the week for Super Bowl 57, Kansas City? Pick them against the Philadelphia Eagles. Joey, it's time for your feels great baby, your wildest take you feel best about currently. You texted me this five seconds after the Brock Purdy injury was announced. The Niners believe it to be a UCL. Um, they're really hoping that it's not a rupture, which would mean Tommy John surgery and a perhaps 6-9, to nine, even 12-month Recovery.
1: If it's Tommy John, I thought for sure he misses at least one season. Right. I thought it was like, I thought Tommy John was like 12 to 18 months.
0: Well, it is for MLB pitchers, I believe. I believe for NFL QBs, it's it's a little bit shorter. Just a little bit. Not a ton. Like when they were saying that Josh Allen may need that before the Vikings. Well, they're talking about it with
1: Stafford, too.
0: Yeah. They say in with an NFL quarterback more than an Emma. Didn't I manager. have a didn't I have a
1: feels great baby like we're going to get more Tommy John and it happens to my guy? <laughs> oh my god.
0: Oh, you played yourself. I do remember that you were like Stafford had it, Allen looks like he might have it and now I really hope Brock Purdy just has as they were saying like a slight tear and that he can rehab it and be ready for next year and be in a QB competition perhaps with uh, with uh, Trey Lance there, but you're thinking a completely different direction. Uh, that this thing could go if he really does need Tommy John.
1: Well, you talked, you said silly season, and uh, we're about to get very silly at Niners quarterback. And my feels great baby take is uh, Tommy boys coming home. Oh. Tom Brady will be QB one for the San Francisco 49ers. He, you know, he's had a tough year, you know, lost his family, you know, lost <laughs> a lot tough. of money. Uh, yeah, that's tough. Um, lost a lot of games. Got pretty embarrassed in the playoff game but the uh the NFL threw him a bone today and uh, job opening at qb1 for the San Francisco 49ers might have opened up because if if Brock Purdy does need Tommy John he is not playing and I'm pretty convinced that the 49ers are out on Lance um, it's just it just hasn't it felt the whole time it's just felt like a square peg in a round hole I like, are we even sure that Kyle actually wanted him? Are we sure? I, I, I just... And, and and this team is is proven the last couple of years, three the last four years, I mean, their window is bright now. And they don't have time for this to be a developmental year with him. And he serves no purpose as a backup because he doesn't... He hasn't played. Like, they need, like, a, a veteran guy who can go in there and maybe win two out of four starts. Because as we know... The quarterback will get hurt on this team. It will happen. It's just a matter of when.
0: And the only way to solve that quarterback injury problem is to hire the oldest player. In I know the it the makes it's,
1: it's, it's, it's ass backwards, but hopefully Tom can recruit the, uh, an entire new right side of the line. Um, the Trey Lance and a one for Tristan Wirfs. Can we get that done? Tampa? Maybe. Hmm. hmm. You're going to need a quarterback. We, uh, we could use, we could use a right tackle. Um,
0: it's, I, and it's I'm pretty sure Jimmy. Probably the best job opening. It's either that. In all it's either him sports. or Jimmy. Right. It's the best. But I job think does Jimmy finally say right like
1: now? does does Jimmy finally say like all right guys, you tried to replace me like nine hundred times. I'm out of here. But if cooler heads prevail, like where is he going to go and be as successful as he could be here? The Jets does do the but the Jets look like they want Aaron Rodgers. Right. Like it would have been solid there. Does. Does he go to Houston with D'Amico? Um That's But not part of the reason no. but part of the reason why, you know, the thought you know, Purdy was such a is not only his was such a steal was his play, but like he's free. So Right.
0: In like, an era where quarterbacks are getting paid forty to fifty million a year, he's yeah. making under a million, I believe, against the cap next year.
1: Yeah, it was. It's just funny. Like they were talking about Christmas gifts. People and Trey Lance gave like the offensive line. I think like uh, an expensive like suit fitting thing. And they asked like, "What did Brock Brady get you?" And the guys like, "Wins." He can't. The, the, I think they interviewed Jake Brendel, the center. Like he's given us wins. He can't really afford much. because um, if you don't know, nine hundred K out here in the Bay Area it doesn't get you, get you a roommate. <laughs> it doesn't even get you a house.
0: Yeah, he's having to live in Iowa and commute. It's the only way. For people
1: who don't know, he lives with a fifth-round pick who hasn't played a snap this year. I don't even think he's dressed in any game. I don't even know his name, but I just know – I think he was an offensive lineman they took in the fifth round. I think his last name starts with a Z. That's the best I can give the people. But that's who his roommate is. That's what uh,
0: being the last pick in the draft gets you in the NFL draft system with – Salaries and whatnot, so but it, he's on I a four-year deal, and then the fifth-year option will be cheap. So I think
1: absolutely anything and everything is on the table. I'm sure Tom Brady's agents probably already texted Kyle. If Minnesota, do you want it? I'm. You want give up Kirk Cousins? I. I. <sighs>
0: I no, like I would literally would literally the, anything that would break the podcast if like we it's March 12th. We have to change. We have starts. to change
1: that color that you like that to red and gold.
0: Oh, my God. And then we're <laughs> and then like Brady goes to the Vikings or something. Anything is, is possible. It would be absolutely nuts. Um, I do think that is going to be a talking point like it. First of all. You and I both hope that the news comes out tomorrow. Purdy will be ready for training. As much camp. as
1: I say that, I genuinely, honestly, if you had a gun to my head, I don't think Brady coming here is, like, as great as of an idea as it might be. Like, he's 46, and our quarterbacks get injured, like, once every four weeks, it feels like. Mm-hmm. What makes what makes me think he's going to stand up right? Other than his brain, like, his brain, like – Tell you exactly what's going to happen before it happens, and he he didn't even want to take hits this year. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, and but you, if Brock you, Brady can't as play. Said, he can't play,
0: as you've said, Shanahan really more than anything. Like he loves a quarterback who stays in there, takes the hit, and delivers the ball on time. And that's not Brady at this point. He is I don't a, even
1: think they would mesh well because right. Kyle's very very rigid. Like he gets touted as like this genius, but it's like he's very very like. He's like run my plays, like he, I don't think he would have liked a Mahomes, a Josh Allen. Like he's like this guy's open, like I I schemed him open, hit him. Like that's why he loves Kirk Cousins. That's why he loved Purdy. I assume that's why he probably he probably wanted Mac Jones. Right. I mean, thank, at least they didn't do that. But I, yeah, I, I I and Brady's like comes. He's like I got my own ideas that I, I mean, what was the report? He 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 designs his own plays Saturday nights. After the Bucks do the whole week, and then he's like, "All right, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, okay, this play that uh, Byron designed sucks. Um, I want to have you run this route instead." Like, Kyle's like, if he finds that out one second, he like Tom, sit on the bench.
0: <laughs> it, it that the more we talk about it, the more it's less of a fit. So if Purdy is deemed healthy and he competes with Lance in training camp or if the Niners trade Lance to just give Purdy the job that if he's not
1: healthy I have no idea I like I
0: that's haven't. what I'm saying is that's option one is Purdy is healthy if Purdy is not healthy and he does miss all of next season I mean the options are relatively slim it's Jimmy it's Derek Brady. Carr no you can't I I don't think he's a good fit I think obviously Cousins is a far far better fit than Carr or even well frankly, here's the problem Brady.
1: with Cousins is he's expensive as shit
0: well, he's on a 1 year 30 million. That's what you would get him at if you if you traded for him next year unless the Vikings restructure his contract, but it does sound like they're at least pretending they can. They're can the Lions can
1: the Lions draft a quarterback that we get Jared Goff, bring the Cal guy back home?
0: I I think that's a little bit of a mirage Goff's year this year. Obviously, it was a great season for him, but
1: I as as a fan of like just Football and sports. I hope they don't draft like Jared Goff. Deserves somebody to believe in him. Like what does he have to do?
0: It's true. He has been to a Super Bowl. He did get the Lions like, to a winning record this year. You could do worse. Definitely. You could do better,
1: but you could do worse.
0: Yeah, it's it. The musical chairs. If Purdy is out, Lamar could Jackson, be insane. That's what I'm saying. Anything is is on the table for basically any of these teams. They're like, oh, Lamar Jackson most logically to Atlanta. I'm like, why would he want to do that? You know, is the Miami quarterback job open? A lot of, you know, obviously the Jets have an opening. The Packers are, if they go with love, that job is closed. But they could go in a different direction. The Vikings have a quarterback on a one-year deal, and they're trying to change things. There's no
1: chance the Packers would trade Rodgers to the Niners, would they? could they
0: you would I mean, have like to... literally
1: the money like would the what would their dead i mean would their dead cap be like a hundred million or something or something ridiculous well
0: no i believe you could just trade him to the nine to the niners and it i would thought be even that.
1: a dead cap if even if you tra- like if he's not on the team like i thought no didn't you... did, didn't like atlanta have a huge dead cap with matt ryan because literally? he
0: had a no trade clause i believe and... oh I Whatever the situation is, Rodgers can be moved. Just the team that's taking him has to take on either all of his salary. Like if Denver or, traded
1: Russ, like they were saying, like he gets like a billion dollar like dead cap. Yeah, because I believe they cut him.
0: It, I can't remember if he has a full no trade clause or whatever, but there's some reason that that Gino be. Smith. Made. Yeah. Is it's he a the, niner? The musical chairs is enormous. So all these teams, Baker Mayfield, Kyler Murray is out for the season next year. Arizona does not have a quarterback. Carolina doesn't have a quarterback Atlanta doesn't have a quarterback like it's I this is going to be nuts with the whole purdy thing it, opens it was up nuts a whole last new... year
1: with like Russ and, and Rogers but like this one is like that one felt more like NBA style like oh I just I'm my legacy like Russ and, and Rogers the whole thing is y'all into hmm. himself but this one feels like no this is the teams like we don't have a body
0: yeah and and of all the you know say there's Nine to twelve decent quarterbacks on the market who could be traded or who are free agents. The job all of them want would be the SF job, like by a mile compared to all the others. You don't you want, want the think. Houston job. You don't want the Atlanta job. You know you don't really want the Carolina job, no matter what you think of Frank Reich. You know,
1: <laughs> the, couple the, things. I just thought I <laughs> joked about it last week, but it might be QB one. Although he had a tough day today. Stetson Bennett gonna run this back next year. Oh. Niners QB one taken in the fifth round.
0: Here's one for you. If Jalen Hurts wins, he's like five Super years Bowl, older than Trey Lance. If Jalen Hurts wins the Super Bowl, he will be younger than the guy who won the NCAA <laughs> national championship that same year. It's insane by like a full year too. You know, Hurts won an NCAA championship like four years ago, and he'll have won a Super Bowl if he wins next Sunday. And is still younger than Stetson Bennett is now. It's absolutely nuts. Tough day for him. Found it. You 7 know what? So I just saw, I saw pissing I saw himself that. on the street.
1: I saw that people are like, people are like, oh, he's in college. Like, you know, did he have to show ID? Like, no, he's almost thirty.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's what twenty six, or he will be twenty six by the draft. Yeah, yeah, that. Not a good fit for anybody, I don't think. I don't think he's gonna. I mean, he will be drafted. If you've won two national titles, you'll get drafted. He's just not going to be anybody's first choice, that's for sure. But man, that QB musical. Do you know how many times we're going to hear easier? on day
1: three of the draft, like, could this guy be Brock Purdy? Like, how many just like, <laughs> how many just average quarter like college quarterbacks to be like, you know, right system, right coaching, right scheme. This guy could be.
0: One more thing about the Niners before we close that topic and end the pod. Uh, Johan was texting me. He goes, say Josh Johnson came in and the Niners won like 21, 18 or something. They just had a nice solid performance, handed off the ball a lot. Cause he had a few dart passes to Debo on slants. And I was that's like, what Oh, I, wow. I just,
1: that's what I, that's what I, I mean. Not to totally like, it was like, could we have just gotten to halftime at 14 to seven?
0: That's what I am saying. Had at they... worst,
1: like they, he made a he made a nice throw to Debo. Like, okay, we're driving. We had we had timeouts. Like, could we get three? Could we go fourteen ten? Get the ball. Like, rally <laughs> the troops. No, we're gonna go Cam Newton.
0: That's the thing is, Purdy's legend grew a little bit when Josh Johnson failed that badly at his job. Where it was like, if Johnson had won, had come in in relief and won the game, we would be like, this Niner core outside of the quarterback is all time. Well they talking, would have
1: erected the statue for Kyle.
0: that's what I'm saying. It would have been, you know, an all time moment in the history of the franchise. But it would have led a lot of people to believe that the Purdy thing was an entirely a mirage because they would have been like, You took a guy who's been on fifteen teams, who's thirty six, <laughs> who just like cannot play in the NFL and has been on everyone's practice squad and he got him to the Super Bowl, then you would be like, Oh shit, maybe Purdy wasn't all that I good. I feel was, like
1: they I feel like Phillip Rivers could have done a better job today.
0: Yeah, forty-four-year-old Philip Rivers. Yeah, could have got Romo down from the booth, and and yeah. <laughs> no, uh, I thought I
1: thought you were gonna say it's setting up. Like, if he can win this game and we could get to the Super Bowl, Jimmy's like one last ride.
0: That would have been. That was my first thought <laughs> when I saw the Purdy injury. Was like, if this happens, first of all, if Jimmy would have been active for the game, maybe they win that game.
1: I but wonder if the- there's gonna be questions about that, like. Like Jimmy, like you weren't like we heard like when the injury happened like if he if Brock could win one playoff game like you'd be like divisional round like you couldn't suit up as a backup like, right? I don't know, was that a business decision? I'm not to hate on Jimmy here, but like he doesn't have a contract. He's trying to stay healthy.
0: A lot of shots of Jimmy and Trey on the sideline like laughing and smiling. Like, I saw Jimmy
1: smile. I'm like, hey, cute face, Jimmy. But like, what's so funny?
0: Yeah, we're getting so funny right now, Jimmy. Here, like, are like, you huh? healthy?
1: Are you walking around? <laughs> get rick out flair? there yeah
0: what are we did doing? you see rick flair no
1: Tweeted out he's like he's like i i i don't even i don't know rick flair like this but i guess he like was in a plane crash or something was he i don't know i believe so yeah and he tweeted out like get back on the field brock Purdy. i was in a plane crash like basically called him a bum like <laughs> i'm like i'm like well rick mr flair um if he can't throw the ball um Tough spot. Yeah, I just like, <laughs> I mean, it, it's, it's, yeah, anyways. Yeah. No, tough. you, for, I forgot one thing, what I was going to do, kill time for next season. Uh, forgot to add, watch Patrick Reed on the, uh, Dubai tour.
0: Oh, my God. Don't even <laughs> get me started on that. That whole thing with, uh, serving Rory McElroy, yeah. uh, <laughs> on Christmas Eve with like a subpoena and his lawsuit against him. And everybody's like, this has got to be a joke. He tried to, uh, serve a subpoena to tiger woods too, and could not get past Tiger's security. And they just gave up. They were just like, eh, we'll remove him from the lawsuit. I'm like, what a clown what a dick. Yeah. Just a total <laughs> clown. Um, <laughs> let's close the pod. Uh, I wanted to talk about one thing this week that happened outside of sports. So let me give you a recap of my day today. Um, Started off waking up at 5.40 a.m. I drove up to Woodley Lakes Golf Course in Van Nuys. I walked 18 holes and I played. Uh, I drove back. I watched the Niner game. Then I went with my wife to the batting cages before our softball game. Then we played our softball game, which was nuts. We were down, I believe, 11-3 to 3 going into the final inning. We scored six runs. Uh, to get it to 11-9, and then I came up with the bases loaded and grounded out, and I was so mad, so mad, a double would have tied the game or given us the lead, and I was, oh, I was hopping mad, but completed that game, came back here recording a podcast, got, uh, let me look at my Fitbit, 24,370 steps today, so big man moving, I'm proud of myself for all I did today, absolutely exhausted, but I, I pushed through for the pod. You know,
1: I'm exhausted, but I didn't do anything.
0: You know, it'd be funny to look at your Fitbit heart rate data for today because I'm sure it spiked at around 12, 15 a.m. or twelve fifteen p.m. when the Purdy hit happened. Devastating.
1: I've always wanted to do that. Like c- c- it's just it'd be a nice like experiment to show people like what it really is like people like see you like see fans like yell and scream like no i want you to understand physically what my body goes through right now because i'm not just yelling for no reason like i like yeah the blood literally feel like you feel it it's boiling like you're not even mad like nothing's happened but like it's just the magnitude of of some of this i don't if you're not a sports fan i don't know where else you get this this kind of juice
0: right yeah, like from,
1: like Jamie's super into her her work and movies. Like, is she like gonna write uh gonna gonna write a script so she's gonna be so elite today? Like, oh, gotta get this one. Hope we hope we show up big today. You know, <laughs> gonna put some commas in the right places and and you know do some sick editing. And it's like, Whoa.
0: yeah, a couple typos, and she's like, "Fuck, God damn it!" <laughs> you know? Yeah. Is there like a coach
1: like with like Kyle like on the play sheet? Like, you ever like? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I don't know, like, or anything. We all, we all, have even, Kayla like, like, even Kayla, like, even Kayla, like, nursing, like, you know, better do good today. Better not, better not mess up, or else somebody dies. So, <laughs> better be a good one today. Better, better, better have a hundred percent completion percentage, or else it's all bad. <laughs> you know, do the little uh, salt.
0: Yeah, a little smelling salts. Yeah, get fired up. Yeah, that's you and me every morning when we're like, all right, gonna send some emails. Gonna do some, oh, some meetups with with my team.
1: Gonna gonna have so many touch points. Ugh. Like the bandwidth is gonna be big today.
0: Yeah, I hit the smelling salts at about seven thirty. I'm like, gonna check these emails. Gonna make make six phone calls, and we're we're gonna we're gonna absolutely crush this, you know. <laughs> or we'll uh, do that for about an hour and a half, and then I'll read the A's blog and the Vikings blog and make my opinions for the off season for both of those teams as I have been doing every year for God knows how long. Tough end to the Niners season for you. I w- wish the Vikings would have at least gotten to this point, but it felt like this season for the most part has gone as it should. The Niners were an incredible team. I feel
1: I feel a lot better this happened. Like last week, I, 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 I truly believe we're better than Dallas, so I was happy. I mean, I think – I mean, I don't want to say we're better than Philly, but, I mean, we're right there. But today just wasn't our day, and I can live with that. You can live with it. I wanted to eat the front end of a bus, but...
0: 13-4, <laughs> and four NFC Championship game appearance. Yeah, better season than last year, even, when you were the 6th seed. This year you made it to the 2 seed, made it to the NFC Championship again. Tough way to end it, but uh, Niners and Vikings are out, but there's still one game left. We'll be back after the Super Bowl to recap the Super Bowl... Um, preview the off season. We'll be with you throughout the off season, especially when some major major news breaks. We'll be hopping on uh, to give you updates as the quarterback changes, coaching hires happen, NFL draft, and then some previews of the season once we get towards August. So, thanks to everybody who's joined us to this point, Niner fans. We're so sorry that this is the end of the road, but uh, that's the NFL, and that's why we get love him. the game. We'll
1: just, we'll just get them next year.
0: Well, Nothing worse than when your friends be like, "There's always it's next just year." It's can't... like, "Are you gonna text me?" I, that wonder, when I I'm wonder. Seventy-seven, and I'm about to croak.
1: I think I think I texted you this. I wonder if the Phillies, not Phillies, if the Eagles win, that maybe the the kickoff game is uh, Niners at Eagles next right. season. Yeah, we, that we play the NFC East next year, and we go to Philly, and uh, Dallas comes here next year.
0: Yeah, that's and gonna I be.
1: The Giants come here, and then Washington. We go to Washington. At least we don't have to go to the Giants, where we every single player. Tour in what game.
0: sport does your favorite team season end, and then you watch the next game? Not even a thought in your mind of like not watching football today. Like you have to watch it, and then you're already, you know, six hours after your team's eliminated. You're like, what could the kickoff game be next year? It's probably at Philly. Like Bus-
1: business is booming if you're bi- Roger.
0: Business is booming in the NFL. We'll be back after the Super Bowl. Hope everybody has a a great time watching that game. Um, We'll probably pop on social media with some prop bets and some fun stuff as we head towards the Super Bowl. But uh, we'll be back to recap the big game. Uh, Eagles-Chiefs coming up next Sunday. Everybody have a good time, and we'll see you after that game. Thanks for listening to another edition of the You Like That Feels Great Baby podcast.
1: Why ah! are